0: eyes peeled everyone it's time for the full 10 yards college football podcast
1: hello and welcome to the full 10 yards college football podcast back for our second series second episode of the series should i say and um might be uh stopping before we get started hey eh, lads Back with the usual crew from last week. So we've got Andy, Rob and Kieran on. Um, we're going to be discussing, When we said last week, we're going to be discussing Heisman candidates, things like that. Obviously, it might be a bit redundant with what's been going on over the last couple of days. So what we're going to do is just going to discuss the fallout um, in a few sections and a few little points that we've got. And then sort of see where we go from there, really, whether we'll be back next week or not will be, will be questionable. Lads, I'll bring you in. How is everyone? Rob, I'll, I'll bring you in first. How are you, mate? You Okay.
2: I am um, I'm alright. I'm I've uh, just said off air now. I had a shower four minutes ago. I've sat down, plugged my microphone in, spoke to you, and I'm just dripping buckets. It's just it's horrible. I hate it when it's hot. I don't mind it when it's cold. When it's hot, you mm. can't you can't take your skin off. You know, it's <laughs> it's quite annoying. Um but yeah, we'll sit here and I'll just I'll just you know, reek sweat over myself. You won't see it at home, so um, but just for the for people listening, I am hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously we're all on Zoom, so we'll watch you just get wetter and wetter and, and more yeah. shiny. As you've, seen,
2: you've seen Lee Evans during a show, right? Yeah. Um, the comedian Lee Evans,
1: his sweat patches. I'm, I'm going to be like that in about an hour's time. <laughs> Good choice of black t-shirt, full 10 t-shirt anyway. <laughs> Andy, how are you, mate? You okay? Are you suffering as well with the temperature as much as our, our
0: friend Robbie? Yeah, I won't go into as much graphic detail. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. But uh, no, I had a haircut today, as, uh, as you boys can Certainly, see, and that is helping. To be fair, because before that, my mm. my fringe was uh, down over my eyes, and it was dripping. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good, mate. Excellent, really good.
1: And Kieran, I'm on in America. Um, not suffering too badly with the heat, probably.
3: I'm sat in a well-conditioned Cincinnati suburb. I am. I'm good. Honestly, a little bit chilly. If I'm going to be honest <laughs> with
1: you, <laughs> I, I
3: could open the windows, heat it up, but. <laughs> You know, I enjoy it.
1: <laughs> a king amongst men today then, uh, in your nice air-conditioned uh, living room or wherever you are there. Excellent. Okay. Obviously, we've had a lot going on over the past week or so. I know we touched on the uh, We Are United um, kind of movement last week and all what was going on there. Obviously, we've had quite a, a development really over the past week or so since we were back on. Um, obviously, I touched on this on the NFL podcast last night, but obviously, we've, we've had... Um, we kind of gone away from the We Are United movement now. I mean, we and we've kind of moved on to the We Want to Play movement and all the players getting together. And it's all just got a bit political, hasn't it, really? What, what is everyone thinking about this before we kind of get into the, the main implications of the cancellations and the COVID and things like that? How, how does everyone feel about the, the way this situation has developed in terms of the players, first and foremost? Uh, I might regret this because we might be sat here for quite a while, but Kieran, I'll bring you in first on that.
3: People could have just worn masks. That that would have made everything a lot simpler. The same people who are mad about college football being cancelled and moaning about the players and stuff not want—they're the same people who didn't wear masks. They could have avoided all of this.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Like New Zealand, it's had one new case in the last 100 days, and they're being very careful about that last case. But people people can't just wear a mask when they want to go get their groceries or whatever. It's you know. I, I just, the players have a right to be safe, so mm. I think postpone it till spring or cancel it all together. As long as players are safe and still manage to get an education, totally mm. fine with it.
1: Yeah, definitely, Andy. What do you reckon about all this? Um, of kind of the, the conference is kind of coming together and all the players kind of coming together because it was a bit of a movement just out west, wasn't it? And then maybe a little bit of Big Ten as well. And now it's kind of united everyone together, hasn't it? Apparently, you know, the players had a, a bit of a Zoom call together. What
0: That's do you reckon it. about all this? Yeah, you kind of get that, um, and there's always that fine line between politics and sport, isn't there? And there's people that want to uh, like keep them separate at all times, and I guess that's uh, what it's spilling back into to now, really. Is is, uh, you know, and and as well as uh, Kieran just said, it's all about player safety, but it's quite it's it's interesting. I think it's going to have a long term impact uh, on the game as well. I think if the Players start to, to get a bit more what what they want, whether it's like the, the kind of unionized state and the, and the and the more rights while they're playing, or even if it's simply to get their wish and to play, then that they're going to be uh, empowered. And frankly, you know, the sky's the limit, isn't it? When, once you get a group of people together and they're ambitious and uh, and they know what they want, then then how do you stop them? So, uh, and, and all good luck to them, and, and I hope we do, I hope we can. Get some play in, but as long as it's safe, like uh, Kieran said, that's the that's the first and foremost priority. Mm.
1: Yeah, let's let's kind of go on to that then. We'll talk about like the long term implications of it because, as, as you said, it's going to be far reaching. It's not just going to be about this um, this season, this this coming season uh, that we're about to start. In hopefully, you know, four to six weeks' time, it's going to be you know having implications in the NFL as well. Rob, how do you think that's going to affect everything? You know, obviously, can- cancelling con- uh, conferences by the day, you know, the, the Big Ten have cancelled officially just before we came on. The Pac-12 look like they're going to follow suit. Some not following suit and some wanting to forge on, especially you know, Nebraska out of the Big Ten, wanting to definitely forge on. What, what, what do you think to what's going on now and then what are the long-term implications of college football in the NFL? Oh, how long is a piece of string,
2: Lee? Um, mm. it's, it. it's, situ- it's a situation which is messy. Mm -hmm. It's a situation which ain't going to get fixed overnight. It's a situation which is going to take a long time to sort out. But I think we can all agree it's a situation which is broken. It's a, you know, NCAA, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, whatever, the NCAA as a general term is broken and it needs to be fixed because we aren't going to get anywhere um, in the future unless We grab the ball. Someone grabs the ball by the Mm. horns, and and sorts out this mess. Now, um, you know the the players are making a stand. I, I, my opinion is that I, I think that they have got every right to. Um, I think they they deserve certain things. Um, Maybe not everything that they want, but they they deserve to have a negotiation. Um, I just think. I'm very opinionated on it. And I get that a lot of people probably don't agree with with all of my opinions. But I think we can all agree in this room as a collective that that something needs to happen. It needs to be fixed. Um, There's too many powerful people not caring about the players. Mm. that's got to change. That is the fundamentals of this sport. You start looking after your players, the players will start looking after you. And I think there needs to be certain things put in place going forward for us to start to fix NCAA. Um, and I think this is, the, this is a, probably the peak and this is the changing moment. I think black lives matter. I think that, that what happened there a few months ago, kick-started a lot of these things around the world and people are now standing up and want to be heard. They're, they're you know they've got a voice they want to use it that single thing has kick-started a load of these things and this is not going to be the end there's going to be a lot of other things in other walks of life which are going to start creeping out now because because people want to be heard the the ncaa football players want to be heard they've got every right to be i just hope that america doesn't do its favorite thing and ignores the little people because they love doing that. And that, that's really what grinds me about American politics. I don't want to get into American politics. I'm, I, I don't want to go on a show about American politics. I just want to say that I am with the players. I think they deserve something and something needs to change. Hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. What what sort of solution are we looking for here? Do you think this should be a commissioner for the NCAA as a whole. Obviously, we've got that in the NFL with Roger Goodell and other obviously major sports have got commissioners in America. Do you think that's a, a way forward or do you think it's going to be coming down to something else? I've,
2: I think they need a PA. The NFL PA mm-hmm. does a very good job um, with you know, controlling... From the players' perspective, um, you know they've, they've look at the situation they've just been through with COVID and how well they've dealt with it. They got down to negotiations with the NFL. They sorted it out. This is what we want. This is what you want. Let's negotiate. Let's get something going so we can get a season. They've done mm-hmm. that. They haven't got that in the NCAA because all it is is full of powerful people who are only interested in money. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was some sort of a PA, some sort of player association where they had a body, where they had a voice, uh, where they could sit down with all these, these owners, these rich people, and say, look, this is what we want. Can we come up to an agreement? I think that's the way forward. A commissioner, yeah, okay, sure. Why not? You know, it can't hurt. Uh, I, as much as everyone boos Goodell on, on draft night and, and slates him I don't think he does a terrible job I think he's, he's key for the NFL so yeah absolutely I think a commissioner and a PA that needs to be done that needs to be sorted so there's some sort of cohesion between between mm. all of the different entities in college football
0: mm.
1: yeah no definitely I think that's uh, definitely you've made a lot of good points there. I think throughout that whole answer that you've just given there to be honest with you Kieran, I'll come to you. Obviously, we're 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 seeing conferences cancel. Um, obviously, the Big Ten and the Pac twelve soon to follow. Obviously, we've lost the Mac and the Mountain West as well. Obviously, you're an SEC guy, uh, LSU fan. Obviously, they they're obviously forging ahead. What do you think the likelihood of that is? Do you think that they'll they'll kind of forge ahead and it'll be successful, or do you think eventually there will be too many dominoes that will fall?
3: I think they've said end of September, but I feel like they're just trying to push it off a little bit. So they don't get as much pushback as the guys like the big 10 and all those conferences are having, I think probably won't happen given that a lot of power five conferences have just said no now. So be interesting to see. I think that's why they pushed it back though. So they've got more time to formulate a plan because you see it can work. The NHL has done what? 19,000 tests now. And not had one positive result. The NBA is doing fairly well in the bubble. MLB dropped the ball uh, a little bit with how they handled things, but it it can be done. But it's whether obviously some of these colleges have massive amounts of resources to do it, but some don't. So which is why you see smaller conferences like CUSA and stuff canceling mm-hmm. because they don't have the facilities or anything to deal with it. But SEC is all massive schools. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like they probably will cancel just because if you push it to spring, that's better for player safety. Um, it's a tough situation. Like, we've never never had to deal with this and probably never have to deal with it again. It's sort of like a once-in-a-century sort of thing. So, it's going to be interesting to see what teams do. And uh, I, I agree with what Rob said, though, that the players need some form of union. Hmm. or something and I feel like it should maybe be run the same way I feel like the NFL should be run which is by committee don't have a commissioner but have a bunch of guys who are like college football hall of fame guys and let them deal with everything and vote on everything because they're going to know what players want more than Mm -hmm. some dude who's never played sports
1: sure yeah I think that's it Andy, Kieran, as I was just mentioned, they're pushing the, the season to spring. Do you think that could be the answer across the board? And if it is, how does, how does that affect the NFL going forward, do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, who, who knows whether we will actually have like got any further, especially mm. if the US will have got any further by spring. But I think it's the right thing to do to... Uh, to make sure that people have got that kind of hope and they've got something to look forward to in the spring and players that are obviously want to be drafted this year have got the opportunity to showcase their skills at least in part before uh, before any potential draft. I mean, I, I think I read that the, the last date that the, the draft can get moved back to uh, without needing... Um, Players' union agreement is June the second next year, so in theory you could have a whole college season from I don't know February to to May and then draft in June anyway. So mm. it, it, I think I think that is doable. But um, if they don't have a season at all, I mean I, I quickly had a, a flip through the the uh, first round of the draft this year and I think I'd got like 10, uh, 10 at least uh, players including the, the number one overall pick who probably wouldn't have been anywhere near or wouldn't have been a first round draft pick uh, this year if they hadn't have played last season. So mm-hmm. it's that that you need to also bear in mind, isn't it? You're literally playing with people's livelihoods. Um, and It's like Joe Burrow tweeted the other day saying that he could well be looking for a, for a normal office job now if he, if he hadn't have played last season. So, so that's the kind of implications mm. we're having. So I think it's right to go ahead and try and schedule something, something for the spring. Um, but will we get, will we be any better by then? Who knows? I mean, obviously none of us are that close to to anything on vaccines or uh, anything like that. But you know, that's what you're kind of relying on. That's what you're hoping for and uh, and relying on the governments to make good decisions in terms of managing the situation. So, yeah, I'm sorry, a bit of a non-answer, bit of a <laughs> bit of a funny <laughs> answer, but, uh, you know, that's, a, that's the best I think we can do at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, you've got to give yourself time, haven't you? I think that's why the conferences, such as the SEC, and I think there was another conference as well that was going to kick off at September the 26th, wasn't it? That just to kick the can down the road, you know, give it time to kind of play out and so it's actually really interesting to actually know that about the draft being able to move back to the June first. So like you say, that's more than feasible to, to get in a uh, sort of late winter, early spring uh, start to college football, and then you'd still be able to go. Obviously, it won't cost too much with the NFL then as well. So TV ratings are probably up, um, and you know th- that would then give all the attention into college football and all the money as well. Because that's another side of it, isn't it? As well, all these communities that rely on college football. Um, to bring in the, the money to those industries those businesses in that local area and we've seen you know, massive amounts i think that's what nebraska are saying isn't it that it brings in 80 to 120 million dollars i think if i remember the figures right for the season uh and i can't imagine they get much tourism otherwise you know to to nebraska and you know it's, it's people's livelihoods not even just out the you know the playing staff and the coach and things like that it's the it's the livelihoods of those in those communities as well you know some of these college football grounds and the the communities that they serve are just in the middle of nowhere and they live for college football so uh yeah it's a, it's going to be a very hairy situation i guess kind of what we're seeing in the uk and with small businesses and things like that now and um, it's a it's a difficult situation moving forward then so with conferences cancelling does anyone see a possibility of uh, a kind of super conference obviously we've got nebraska and i keep mentioning them they're wanting to you know forge on and Obviously, they're an ex-Big 12 member. Do you see them joining the conference or joining? You know, because we've seen it with uh, Notre Dame as well, with the ACC. Does anyone see a super conference evolving out of the teams that remain? And and then you know, what, how successful can that be? Does
0: anyone want to put the hand up
1: and sort of speak about that?
0: Cool. I'll, I'll do it uh, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you can see it, can't you? I mean, if, if there's enough uh, heads in the game that want to do it, and if the players... Um, like campaigns that we want to play is effective, yeah. then then surely there's got to be uh, enough programs that can pull together a schedule and play football basically. But I think that's where you go back to to the last point about if are we going to be looking to reschedule to the spring? Because um, if there's a if there's a like definite yes, we'll, we'll we'll get on top of the situation and we'll play football in the spring. Then then that maybe that league won't spring up and, and everyone will kind of be optimistic and. Uh, and look to move back to there, but I mean, you, the ACC seems to be uh, seems to be trying to push on as well. I mean, uh, obviously, a Florida State fan, I follow their like Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, and their players are all out are practicing and such already. And you've got to feel that a lot of a lot of teams are probably in, in pads and practicing already, and, uh, and are raring to go. And if and if they're not getting regular uh, outbreaks within teams and stuff like that, then the players within those teams must be thinking they're safe. The staff must be thinking they've got on top of it. And if there's enough of them that want to pull together and play, then, then then why then then fair play to them and 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 why not sort of thing. I mean, others might d- disagree on that, and um, and I think you could kind of uh, like even you know have just have two conferences running the SEC and, and the ACC with a couple of added teams to to each, and you'd have a you'd probably have some some big teams and some some good games in that. And, uh, and you know, as a punter, that's the kind of thing I, I'd quite like to watch. But um, again you know, you have to come back to the player safety. And I'm, I'm sure Kieran or Cole want to chip in as well on, on this. But that's that's my view. I think you could have it unless everyone kind of makes a firm pledge to play in the spring.
1: Any movement from you two boys about that, what Andy's just said there?
3: Uh, I think teams like Ohio State and stuff where football is a real big deal, I think <laughs> it would maybe make sense for a, a few of these bigger teams to form like like you said maybe like a super conference i mean a lot of, a lot of guys are talking about maybe coming over to the sec which i you know it would probably shut a lot of ohio fa- state fans up but that's just me i wanna see them get molly wapped uh yeah it, it, i think if the teams have the responsibility uh and the facilities to be able to play in a conference and they can all sort it out they'd have to sort it out with like Under, like, say, the SEC, they want to come play in the SEC. I'm sure they could figure something out where they play with no fans or play some neutral site games or whatever. I think that would, you know, I I hope they can do it, but I hope they can do it safely more than anything because that that would make a big difference to a lot of these players who maybe don't have enough tape to get drafted or anything yet. So it'd be interesting to see what does happen if, unless they are making a 100% pledge that they can play in the spring. I think this is probably one of the most important things, mm. is to get people playing.
1: Just um, First of all, it's a couple of things I want to say. First of all, uh, we just had a bit of breaking news. Obviously, this will be out of date by the time the podcast comes out. But just for the benefit of you guys, um, obviously, the Pac-12 just cancelled its season. Obviously, another domino to fall uh, in the Power 5. So, um, you know, we're looking at maybe three conferences plus uh, that are going to play if, if that goes, does go ahead. I just want to pick up on another thing that you just said, though, about the draft. How do you think this does affect the draft and people's tape and things like? That? As Andy said a minute ago, um, you know, a lot of players wouldn't have been able to be picked up. We've got some players who have opted out, and you know, reading draft experts and what their opinions are on these things, they're not really moving the needle on people opting out. But obviously, if the whole of college football doesn't play this year, how does that affect things for yourself moving forward? Obviously, as someone with an interest in the draft,
3: if last season didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow would not have been a first round pick if picked at all. Because before that season, I had him projected late fifth. And that was being generous because I'm an LSU fan. <laughs> a lot of these players just need that one breakout season to, to you know, go first overall mm. or, or to get go from earning no money as an undrafted free agent to earning a few million dollars getting picked up in the first or second round. So it having no season will definitely affect a lot of players but also having it in the spring will have the knock-on effect of it will probably uh, do you guys know about the spring league or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah so that will probably affect a lot of those guys but i feel like you know those guys are long shots so i feel like it would be just more beneficial to have college football in the spring rather than not at all because a lot of these Mm -hmm. guys might never get a shot at the nfl after this it's so hard to get into a training camp as an undrafted free agent and it's you have to work but if you can go and have a great season then that can really elevate your stocks it mm-hmm. it could be the difference between first round and third round or third round and not drafted at all mm-hmm. and never playing football again so i think even just for the player's sake if they try and commit to spring that would be important. So like I said, Joe Burrow wouldn't have been a first overall if a draft pick at all if it wasn't mm. for last year. So, you know, even just for the players' sakes, I hope at least spring goes ahead if people cancel the full season.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, I think what I want to want to do here is maybe play a bit of devil's advocate with this uh, kind of conferences and amalgamation and things like that. What about travel? Because obviously, you're going to be pulling conferences left, right, and centre to travel, you know, to the south, your southeast to play in the SEC as a. You know, as a temporary uh, team, let's say, what do we think about that? That's obviously player safety being being compromised, isn't it? A little bit if we are pulling people all over the place.
3: Uh, like I said, I think if you can do neutral site games, hmm. that would be important. I know a lot of big big schools have very good training facilities, and even if you stick a team in a stadium to practice, I feel like there's a way. There's probably ways you can do it. Orlando's sorted the bubble. I know that's a lot easier because how small basketball courts are, you can fit a bunch into one room. But hey, even if a couple guys are using high school fields to practice at, I feel like they'll think it's better than nothing. So maybe work on some neutral sites, get some practice facilities down for people. And even if you give up your practice facility for another team on a certain day or at a certain time, if they're going to make it work, they can make it work.
1: Yeah, well, there's a will, there's a way, hopefully. You know, we're all here rooting for college football and hopefully hopefully, there is a season, Um, you know, some sort of season anyway. Rob, obviously, we, as we just said, we've got, obviously, we've lost the Big Ten, the, the Pac-12 now, um, obviously in a matter of hours or maybe maybe less than an hour itself. Mm. Do you think if this season goes ahead with, you know, even, like I said, amalgamation of conferences or just the three conferences that remain forged ahead, do you think there's an asterisk against this college football season now?
2: Yeah, I think there is, to be honest. I think it's just I can't just I can't I can't fathom it in my head how it's going to work I can't I really can't it's um yeah it, it have to be an asterisk won't it if there's not every team competing for it if there's no Ohio State if there's you know if there's you know you're missing big teams out of this season then it's, it's I mean it's great for me as a Notre Dame fan if the ACC goes ahead because we've got a great chance <laughs> <laughs> um but no it's um I don't know. I just listening to to Andy and and, and there talking, and it's, no one knows today what's going to happen. But having a spring, a, a spring cut type of league, I don't know. Spring is a a very general term, isn't it? When when is spring? Do we start this straight after the Super Bowl for it to end? sort of end of March, middle of April, and then go straight into the draft and then go straight into OTAs for the NFL teams mm. where there's no break. I guess you can do that. You can't, I mean, there is a lot of waste, say wasted time. I know there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, but um, you know, there is certainly pockets of time between sort of Indianapolis in March through to now, um, you know, the preseason where you can bunch some things in together, I'm sure. But yeah, when is that time scale? When when is spring? That's what I'd be interested mm-hmm. to know. Um obviously we need you need what fifteen weeks, sixteen weeks for to have a full sort of package. Um do the guys that play who, if, if there's going to be conferences that are playing in the fall, are they then going to suspend their bowl games until the spring? Um, you know, uh, are they are they going to then amalgamate together and play the, the college championships in the spring when everyone's involved, maybe? I don't know. There's obviously a lot of a lot of logistics to figure out and I'm glad I'm not one making the decisions here, but, uh, you know, I'm one with the opinions, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It would be a logistical nightmare if you had kind of two seasons yeah. that weren't, or two types of seasons that were the guys that delayed and then the guys that kind of went on at the normal time, let's say, it, yeah. it really would be, and like you say, raising the good point there of the bowl games, things like that, you, you know, would be, be an unfair advantage to those who've just finished playing rather than the yeah. people who've had then a three-month break between or playing a bowl game. Do, or, or do you just cancel the bowl games? You know, do
2: you have... Okay, I'm guessing they'll want a college championship, but do, do they have to? Do they have to have playoffs? Do they just mm. have a, a regular season where the players can showcase themselves for the NFL? And as soon as that 12, 13-week sort of is over then they can go you know straight into to the combine and start the draft process um Mm. you know that obviously 12 weeks is a (laughs) is a lot shorter than 16 17 weeks um you know that gives us an extra window but again um it's it's a lot to to take in and and it's a it's a big mess it's a big mess and i'm I'm looking forward to it all sorting itself out and sitting here this time next year talking about a normal season going ahead
1: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure uh, obviously, I think I speak for everyone and say I hope I see the back of COVID as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. Not just for football sake, but for you know for everything, really. Kieran, obviously, we're, we were going to talk about Heisman candidates this uh, this evening, but obviously, we've put the, the podcast off to, to, to talk about this, what we're talking about. Your Heisman article, um, does it just have one name on it now? If you as you, you go back to the drawing board with that completely.
3: I've had to throw a lot out.
1: <laughs> like
3: a lot. like Like a lot. It was... Yeah, it was, a, it was a struggle the last few days. I've been trying to fit names in, and it's getting to the point where I was just cherry picking guys out of the SEC who might have a good season. It, it was, it was, it was not good. Spencer Rattler's gone, Eric King's gone, everyone's gone pretty much. Justin Fields gone, Trevor Lawrence. I'm not sure what's going on. So, yeah, we we might have to we re- rework that one a little bit. Um, it's oh man, it's been tough. Um. People, look! People should have just worn masks, man. I want, I want to watch football. Like, I, I need football back in my life. It's I think you guys share the sentiment there. Where it's you get to a point in the year, especially as an NFL and a college football fan, where you're like, right, the leaves, it's it's hot, but the leaves are starting to turn brown. Football's here, <laughs> not this, not this year, not this year. I know we'll have the NFL, but college football is just leagues above in terms of excitement so it's yeah that whole article now is just it's, it's like a couple of question marks just to see what
1: happens that's a massive shame well I'm sure I don't know if we'll get it to be honest with you but yeah keep that one in drafts for sure just to make sure that we you know could get something guys I'm going to actually the million dollar question I'm going to go around to each of you Um the million dollar question of course is do you think there will be a college football season Andy I'll start with you what do you reckon
0: I think I think there'll be at least one conference that plays, and I don't know when it'll play, but I think they will. Um, I've got one final point on the, on the draft as well. Quickly, yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. If there's no season at all, we've already got our, we, we, when then all this, all the players that are kind of being mocked in the first round now, like uh, for not pretty much like uh, draft board for next year, and that just seems absolutely crazy, doesn't it? Because <laughs> Uh, all those people that did like way too early mock drafts uh, uh, in April when it when the other one was done, that those people might just be bang on already.
1: And that, <laughs> <laughs> takes the fun out of it, doesn't it? All that, all that journey that we go. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but, but I think we will have some kind of college football. I think there'll be uh, at least ten teams that band together to play, if uh, even if the rest don't. So, yes, we will, but I don't know when.
1: I guess the the two million dollar question then, with with going off the back of what you just said, there. Do you think it will finish?
0: uh yes because i think they uh yeah i mean i think that they'll they'll work out a way and they'll either put the team into like a bubble and then do all their learning remotely or something like that and they'll get there somehow and i think we'll like if if the sensible thing for me is to delay everything until the spring every conference Mm. uh, and then start working on your bubble and your plans now and Let's get there, and surely, like like we've said already, even if you started in uh, in February and, and worked it through to, to April May and delayed the draft or or whatever, or even if the draft eligible players didn't play and the, and you only had uh, people that wanted to play, you, you've got you've got now got like three or four months to, to to plan and get your whole thing ready to go. Something like the Saints are doing in the NFL, where they've got a team bubble in the hotel, something like that, and get your plans in place, and then there can be a there can be a uh, a season in the spring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rob, same couple of questions to you then. What's 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 your feelings?
1: What's your temperature chain at the moment? I'm not talking about your body temperature. Yeah, hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've gone through that already. Lee. Um, no, uh, I think. uh here's
2: my outlandish prediction. Uh, there will be some games uh, kick off in the fall. Uh, they will last approximately three weeks before there is a COVID outbreak between one of the teams and they cancel it all together. Uh, and then they all come back in the spring and we have some sort of mismatch, kind of half schedule, slash a few bowl games spattered in somewhere at the end of March. Um, that's I think it's just going to be a mess. I've said that probably f- six times on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so apologies for repeating myself. But yeah, I think there will be. Um, but, you know, saw a video of a, of, a, of a sort of elderly woman today she seemed quite intelligent in America and her words were I will not wear a mask because God gave me a mouth to breathe oxygen not a face mask and while the Americans have got that mentality there ain't going to be a lot change um, you know it's going to be their backs against the wall. so unless the whole mentality of a nation changes where you know they, they not take it seriously that's the wrong thing to say but you know if everyone's on the same wavelength, then, then things might get fixed a bit quicker. But um, until that happens, uh, I think there's yeah there's going to be certain teams that are going to play and there's going to be issues and then they'll have to scrap it all and, and come back in
1: spring. That's my prediction. Will that be uh, conference-based or do you think that'll be this mishmash of a conference, like one conference kind of thing again? or? I think they'll have a mismatch until they realise it can't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
2: think that's the bottom line. I think they'll they'll have a mismatch of of Nebraska playing Florida, and then then thinking, hang on a minute, this can't this can't we can't have this for x amount of weeks, uh, you know. And then it like I said, it will take one outbreak for one team to lose six or seven guys, and they'll pull out, and then another team will pull out, and then it would just be, it, it would be easier now just to say everyone. I'm we'll playing the spring. We'll short this out in February, but it won't mm-hmm. happen like that. It's gonna be a long. It's to, you know you get, you, Some people don't learn from mistakes and they carry on doing it and they
1: learn the long the hard way. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what's, what this road is going down. I believe. Mm-hmm. Kieran, same question to you, then, mate.
3: Yeah, I agree with Rob. I think it's gonna be a complete mess, to be honest. If, especially if they try and play before spring. I think an unforeseen consequence that not a lot of people are talking about is. So the Rocks just bought the XFL and he said they're looking to play in a bubble in 2021 during the spring. I think we're just going to see a lot of talent go to the XFL. A lot of guys who, if the the college season don't happen, they're not maybe not going to get drafted or maybe their spot isn't guaranteed. You can see a lot of great guys in the XFL now because they just want to I can't remember the guy's name, played for the Battle Hawks last year. He basically went to the XFL to earn money for his mum's medical bills, got picked Got drafted, I think, third round. So I think that's we're going to see a lot of that, especially if, you know, they can't come up with some plans. But yeah, I, I think Rob's hit the nail on the head. They're, they're going to try and go ahead, but they're going to mess it up. Like yeah. it's it's going to be a colossal balls up.
2: Just yes. go back to sorry Lee. Just go no, back so to your point of um, of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Anyone get the feeling this is just like Series Three of Ballers or Series Five of Ballers, whatever? At? <laughs> um, you know, it's the kind of thing you see on Ballers, and I'm sure the Rock is just being Spencer right
1: now. I don't, I, this isn't real, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I I've got to say I've never actually watched it, but I know exactly what you're referring to. But yeah, I haven't watched it. I don't know if the other lads have. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really important point actually about the XFL. I guess where this is the where the unionisation of the players and kind of giving them some sort of monetary compensation will kind of safeguard that and also safeguard college football and the quality of it. Because if the XL does pop up and a little bit like what the um, what you're going through with the NBA and obviously now they, they don't have to go to college to get drafted and a lot of players are going abroad in the NBA to to, to kind of get that experience before you know the NBA kind of career kicks off. Um, you're going to maybe see that as the, the XFL being the sort of talent vacuum for the for the NFL, uh, for the college football and as a pathway to the NFL. Sorry, uh, which will really devalue obviously the, the sport that we all love. So, yeah, I think this, the college football have got to keep an eye on the XFL and um, and really guard against that. And that could be another bit of leverage for the the players in in their quest to get unionized, get compensation, and get this kind of social justice and those reforms for for, for you know that they're they're aiming for. Um, But yeah, my take, I think, yeah, I think we've spoke a lot of sense. I think, um, yeah, I think that it would be best to go to the the spring and just say, let's just kick the camera right down the road. Let's get the winter out of the way, because obviously, you know, there's probably going to be a second wave in the winter of all this, Um, at least a few misdiagnoses and things like that, Um, because obviously everyone's going to get sniffles, are you then going to get misdiagnosed as COVID and need testing? Mass testing obviously isn't here, either in the UK or America yet, or anywhere I believe obviously no, nowhere near with vaccines as well, which I think someone mentioned earlier on so yeah kick it down kick it down the road kick the draft even further make that in the summer and then we'll just have football from almost a year I guess you know when we start in the middle of September um, or the beginning of September-ish whatever you want to say uh, in a few weeks and we'll have the NFL then straight into college football then straight into the draft then straight into next college, uh, next college football and uh, NFL season as well which I don't know, it could be a bit tiring for the players, I guess. Uh, a bit of a non-stop schedule, but uh, great for fans. You know, it gives a bit of compensation for missing this football season. But yeah, that's kind of my two pen- pennies worth. Um, but I am not, I'm not confident there being a college football season now. If we'd sat here maybe a week ago like we did and we'd kind of gone through this then, um, that attitude might have been a bit different. But I'm not hopeful at all now, especially with the two big... Uh, Power 5 conference conferences having fallen now. So uh yeah, not the not the most jolly of podcasts uh for everyone on this this uh, this week. But um yeah, I think we've kind of laid out a few home truths there for the for the NCAA, the NCAA to think about. not that they'll listen to this or I, or I want everyone to kind of listen to us, don't I? I was slagging off everyone last week, wasn't I? Um maybe they'll hear us and uh, and listen to us as well. I think we've just said a lot of uh you know a lot of common sense on this this podcast to be to be honest with you. Um but yeah, has anyone else got any, any final thoughts before we get out of here or have we kind of summed it up for everyone?
0: Who's excited for Jets, Jags on Saturday Night Football instead?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing as well, isn't it? The NFL will spread its, yep. um, its TV schedule out to get maximum viewership. And uh, yeah, like you say, looking forward to... Um, these sorts of games, yeah. Thanks for that. Made yeah. a made a dour podcast even more even worse with, <laughs> with that mention to sign us off.
3: Can't wait <laughs> to see Sam Darnold throw six picks in prime time. So excited!
1: Yeah, ghosts, ghosts everywhere for everyone. But yeah, I think I think unless anyone has any other final thoughts, I think we'll leave it there, boys. Going once, going twice. Going three times, just like the college football season, probably well, unfortunately. Right then. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, we'll, we'll be back maybe next week to kind of see what the fallout is of everything that will happen over the next week again. If not, uh, you know, if we get some positive news, we'll be back with a more positive podcast. But yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast. For all your football needs, check out our website, full10yards.com. Or follow us on Twitter at Full10Yard CFB. And remember, keep those eyes peeled.